And um, thank you everybody for coming tonight. Appreciate the group from Trinity coming. And it's a blessing. Appreciate everybody being here. And First um, Peter chapter number two. If you have your Bible there, First Peter chapter number two. Wow, what a great crowd tonight. And appreciate everybody coming out. And it's always in my heart when I come, you know, is to be a blessing and to be an encouragement to your pastor and the church and all of that. And, um, you know, I've often said this, if what you have looks like it's killing you, nobody else is going to want it. And so, uh, you know, uh, wilt thou not revive us again? You know, we need to be renewed, amen. And we're in a renewed conference and we need to be renewed, amen. I can look at some of you all and just tell you, you just need some renewing tonight, amen. So we're just going to pray that... The Spirit of God would renew us, and then we'll go to the house here in just a little bit, okay? But thank you for being here, and we're going to get right to the message tonight. And First um, Peter chapter 2, and I've enjoyed all the good singing tonight. Wow, what a blessing. The testimonies last night, tonight, and the singing has been, been really a blessing to my heart, okay? And I appreciate that. And, and let, me, let me encourage you, please don't, please, don't, um, please don't pull back on the Lord. I believe the time is short. I believe Jesus is fixing to come back. And, you know, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And 100 years from now, all this temporal stuff, it's not going to matter, y'all. It's not going to matter. The only thing that's going to matter is what we did for Jesus. And I want to encourage you to get some gospel tracts and pass out tracts and open your big mouth for the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And I'm glad I'm not going to hell no more. Let me say that again. I'm glad I'm not going to hell no more. And I don't want you to go to hell if you're lost. And I don't want any of your family to go to hell. I want you to go to heaven with me. Amen. And I love Jesus. And uh, I want to serve him. You give a cup of cool water in his name. He keeps good records. Yeah, you open your mouth for him. He keeps good records. And I just want to encourage you to serve the Lord. You say, well, somebody needs to do some weed eating around here. Well, that's God telling you to get your weed eater and bring, come up here and weed eat the church. Well, somebody needs to fix that door handle. That's God telling you to fix that door handle. You know, how many of y'all you got eyes and you see things that you need, need to be done? That's God telling you to do it. Somebody say amen right there. Boy, it's getting quiet now. We're not just to be hearers of the word. Amen. We're to be doers of the word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so-and-so sure needed that message. Oh, yeah. No. You were here. God knew who was going to be here. You, so-and-so might have needed it too, but you're here, so you need it. Amen. These commercials, there's no extra charge, okay? All right. By the way, thank you for having a part last night. We, I think uh, they said we had seven hundred and something dollars come in for a preacher last night. Isn't that a blessing? And uh, he's worthy of double honor. Twenty six years here, and we just thank the Lord we could have a little part in helping get a love offering together for him. And I know how preachers are; they're worried about the love offering for the speaker, but I'm not worried about that. Amen. I'm gonna take good care of your pastor. It's Pastor Appreciation Month. I had a man in my church one time. He said this. He said, "Send me my roses while I'm living. Don't wait till I'm gone." Somebody said, you don't miss the water till the well runs dry. Better thank God for your pastor. It's come out in the testimonies that y'all love your preacher. Amen. That's a blessing. 
Somebody said, well, preacher didn't do too good Sunday. Oh, really? How'd you do? You had to be praying for him that God would give him power and that God would give him love and that God would give him wisdom. Please don't have barbecue pastor on the way home from church on Sunday, amen, because one day you're going to need him. And don't tear him down in front of your children or they won't have respect for the man of God. He's worthy of double honor, amen, is what the Bible says. And plus you don't want she bears chasing after you either. 1 Peter chapter number 2. And the Bible says in verse number one, wherefore laying, and when you come to a wherefore or a therefore, you say, well, what's it, what's it there for? And wherefore, you go back up a few verses, and we're talking tonight, somebody mentioned about the King James Bible being on the sign, the KJV and all of that. And, and back, back up just a little bit, and uh, it says in verse number, nine, uh, verse number 22, uh, seeing ye have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit, Unto unfeigned love of the brethren. Uh, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. And you got to be born again, amen? Yeah, we sing happy birthday. We always sing that second verse to happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Only one will not do. Born again means salvation. How many have you? And the Bible says you must be born again. Amen. You've got to be born again of the Spirit of God. And we're born again. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And what a blessing. The incorruptible uh, seed. Amen. Which liveth and abide forever. Verse 24. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and flower thereof falleth away. But the Word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the Word which by the Gospel is preached unto you. So... In light of the Word of God, okay, are you with me? In light of the Word of God, in light of us receiving Christ as our Savior, the Bible says, wherefore, laying aside all malice. I've got that little word all circled in my Bible. The little word all, all malice, okay? And we want to lay aside all malice. And then, and all, I've got that little all guile and all hypocrisies. And, 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 and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking. Boy, that's a lot right there, isn't it? Lay aside malice, all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings. And then verse 2 just says very simply, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. So in other words, I want to lay aside all this bad stuff And then I want to get into the Word of God and I want to begin to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse number 3 says, If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Hey, I've tasted and He's gracious. Amen. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's good, isn't He? God's good all the time. Amen. What a blessing. Okay. Now take your Bibles and turn to 2 Peter. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, 2 Peter, where am I going? To chapter 3 and verse number 18. 2 Peter 3, 18. The Bible says, and we have another familiar verse, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen. 
Now take your Bibles and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. Watch this now. 1 Peter chapter number 3. 1 Peter chapter number 3. Verse number 1. 1 Peter 3, 1. And I, brethren, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. Carnal just means that we're controlled by the flesh, okay? And uh, couldn't speak to you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk, watch this now, and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. Why are you not able to bear meat, to get grow and stronger and all of that? For you are yet carnal, you're controlled by your flesh. For whereas there is among you, watch this now, envying and strife and division, are you not carnal and walk as men? So all these things that we're supposed to be laying aside, if we don't lay them aside, it hinders us from growing in the Lord. Are you with me on that? Okay? And man, I don't know about you, but it says verse number 4, For while one said, Well, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos? But ministers by whom you believed even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted Apollos water. Look at this now. But God, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he is he that watereth, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. God, the glory goes to God, y'all. 26 years here, it's not about Pastor Brooks. It's about Pastor Brooks' God. It's not about David and Goliath. It's about David's God. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, God gets the glory in all the Bible stories. It's not about Samson. It's about Samson's God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the glory goes to God. The glory, all the honor and all the praise and all the glory goes to God. Jesus Christ is the chief shepherd. A little girl came in tonight and she said, Bah, bah. Yeah, there she is over here. And uh, she said, Bah. And, and I'm saying, Hey, he's the shepherd. Amen, we're the sheep, amen. And she came in tonight bad at me, amen. And uh, that blessed my heart because that means she was listening, amen, last night. Now, we're talking about growing and, you know, uh, again, it talks about, you know, uh, people, not, they ought to be teachers, but they're not able to teach because they, they have to go back and learn the first principles of the oracles of God because they, they, they haven't learned, they got stuck, okay? Now take your Bibles and turn to... Second uh, Peter chapter number one. Second Peter chapter number one. Now I want to illustrate tonight a couple of different things and uh, kind of bring this all together for you. But in Second Peter chapter number one and verse number one, the Bible says Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, please listen to me. We have to have the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ. His righteousness is charged to our account, amen. And he takes all of our sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. But I'm telling you, everybody look at me. Bible salvation is the foundation of the Christian life. That's the starting point. 
Other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Hey, he is the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, all roads don't lead to heaven. Amen. There's one way to heaven, and that's through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you have to be saved by the grace of God. It's not good enough that your mama or your granny or whoever was a Christian, you have to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ if you want to go to heaven when you die. Now, not long ago... My son-in-law, we were looking for some important papers, and I was looking for uh, actually the, 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 the deed to my property, and I was looking through, a, um, looking through a drawer, and I found my baby book, Brother Seth. I found my baby book, and inside my baby book is a picture of me when I was a baby. I'm a Texan, and you can always tell a Texan you just can't tell him much. And uh, that's one of the horses I broke in my illustrious cowboy career. Amen. And, uh, oh, that's me all decked out. Got my chaps on and all of that. And I got a pretty little poochy lip going on there. But anyway, it's all good. Amen. And so uh, that was inside my baby book. And that was a blessing. But I found my baby book here. And it's all kind of falling apart. Of course, it's 63 years old. And somewhere in that neighborhood. And... uh, so I opened up my baby book and I said, wow, there's my baby book. And the cover's coming off and, and falling apart. And uh, I started reading in my baby book. I was born July 21st, 1960 at 4.11 a.m. Wow, at the Santa Rosa Hospital in San Antonio, Texas. It was about three blocks from the Alamo, amen. My mother's name was Ava Jean Weedo. My dad's name was Marvin Bob Weedo. The doctor that delivered me was Morris Spector. Dr. Spector delivered me. My name, uh, our baby was named Joe Dalton Weedo. For both grandfathers, James Dalton Stevens and Joe Weedo. I weighed in at nine pounds, one and a half ounces. Big boy, amen. 21 and a half inches long. The circumference, the circumference of my head was 14 inches. My chest measurement was 14 and a half, so I had a severe case of the big head, amen? My, my head is the biggest, biggest of my chest, amen? Uh, for those of you that are tech people, my birth certificate number was 9098. The color of my eyes was blue, later brown. The color of my hair was red. My, my eyebrows were red. My lashes were red. Now here's what I wanted to get to in my baby book. I weighed nine pounds and one and a half ounces, but three, at three weeks, I weighed 10 pounds and eight ounces. At six weeks, I weighed 12 pounds and four ounces. By the way, I was a second baby, amen. This is a lot of information for the second baby, amen. Uh, at two months, I weighed 12 pounds and 14 ounces. At three months, I weighed 15 pounds and one ounce. At four months and 14 days, I weighed 17 pounds. At five months and 23 days, I weighed 18 pounds and three ounces. At eight months, I weighed 21 pounds. At 12 months, I weighed 23 pounds. Wow. At 15 months, I weighed 29 pounds. At two years old, I weighed 34 pounds. At three years old, I weighed 40 pounds. At four and a half years old, I weighed 48 pounds. At six years old, I weighed 54 pounds. Wow. Wow. And what about that, Brother Weedo? Well, I was just a growing boy. It's got all the information, you know, and the family tree and all this different stuff and, and uh, toys that I received, the gifts that I received. Man, look here. I got my first uh, haircut. It was March 24th, 1962 at 20 months of age. Look at those little locks. Those are little red locks. That was my hair back when I had hair. Amen. I can verify that I did have hair. Amen. Back in the day, uh, the place of... 
the place I got my hair cut was the McCormick Barbershop on Blanco Road in San Antonio, Texas. Wow. Lots of other information there. But I wanted to give you the fact that my mama documented in my baby book that as a little baby, I was a growing boy. You know, when people don't grow physically, when they don't grow off right, usually there's something wrong. You know, if, if I was um, 63 years old and I weighed 54 pounds, there'd be something bad wrong with me, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I've grown off good. Eat, eat chicken. I'm a chicken eating Baptist, amen. And uh, Baptist bird, we call it. But I'm saying all this that, you know, I, I, so many of us as Christians, as God's children, we're not growing, y'all, like we should spiritually. I hate to burst your bubble, but, you know, we're not walking with God. We're not reading our Bible. We're not praying. We're not taking in spiritual food. Uh, I used to raise baby calves, and I have a, I have a bottle here, a little bottle that you raise calves with, and uh, you know I know how to get that milk supplement and warm the milk up and put a scoop of milk and you know shake it up and everything and and uh, anyway, uh, those little baby calves, man, they can get so strong, and there's a lot of, I mean, there's this nipple, it's hard to take off. But those baby calves can get so strong that they'll pull, they'll pull the nipple off. You know, it's got a little air hole right here, a little air hole, and you always have the air hole up. So, you know, they'll collapse the bottle. I mean, man, they want that milk. I mean, they want it bad, and they want more of it. When they get done, they're not done. They want more. I mean, they would eat themselves sick if you just kept getting, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they you know, and I'm just saying that, man, uh, that's the way little babies are. They want more milk. But I'm fearful as Christians sometimes that, that maybe... For whatever reason, you know, maybe when we first got saved, you know, that first milk, that colostrum is so important. But I'm fearful that a lot of Christians, they just maybe never got going good in the beginning. And, 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 and they're not, not where they haven't grown off in God like they should have and like they could have, like they're supposed to. If I've asked Brother Aaron if he would come and help me and he has no idea, maybe a little bit of an idea what's going to happen. But Brother, can you come and help me? We're going to move this. Brother, over here, could you help me? With, we're going to move this here. Maybe a couple of you guys. Yeah, we're just going to set that aside. Brother Aaron, you can take the honored seat here. Yeah, if you can take that. and Yeah, brother, if you can move this. And, yeah, here comes one, brother. Yeah, just move it to the side there, and you just set it down. And, brother Aaron, yeah, you'll just kind of sit here, kind of slide over this. Or we'll just slide the table over here toward you, yeah, like that. Now, um, we're just going to kind of, I just got happened to have some things with me to illustrate what I'm talking about tonight for just a few moments. I have here, Brother Aaron, how old are you? How old are you? 33. Okay, I'm just going to tuck this under, okay? Looks like you might be a little bit, a little bit big there. Yes, if you want to get your cell phone out, it's probably going to be one of those uh, illustrations. Okay, all right, great. All right. Now, um, we do have some other little things here. I have a little, now that's, how much did you weigh when you were born, do you know? How much did you weigh? Is that a good question? Six something, okay, he's a little guy, so we've got some little 
little baby diapers. That might be a preemie, I don't know, but anyway. Uh, I'm just kind of looking here. Okay, here's one that's a little bit bigger. This looks maybe a little bit more like it. And uh, so we've got some diapers going here. And, uh, oh, did you get that spoon? Okay, all right. Well, he got his own spoon. Thank you. And, uh, wow. Would you go ahead and kind of take a little bite of that for me? Yeah, just go ahead and eat it. Yeah, yeah. He said, eat it? Uh-oh. Losing his... All right, we're going to have to tuck this in. Go ahead, just eat you a little bite there. He's a growing boy. How is it? It's good, isn't it? Good? Okay, all right. It's good. I'm having trouble with this. I think he has a big head too, amen? Can't get that. Let's see, I'm going to stick it in there. How's that? Okay, all right. This is falling apart on me, y'all. You're getting the idea. Okay, that's enough. Um... Okay, got a little blue bottle, and uh, wow, let me see here, I'm just looking inside my little bag here, oh, oh my, <laughs> got him a little passy, little passy, yeah, now I, I have some, um, let's see what I got in here, I got some spaghetti oats. Oh, wow, as you begin to grow, you know, you get to move up the ladder a little bit, SpaghettiOs and, and mac and cheese. And, you know, they just put the baby in the chair, you know, as they begin to grow. And, you know, they go from the baby food. Go ahead and eat another bite of the baby food. They eat the baby food. And then, you know, the idea is that eventually they would get to the junior food. And then they start eating scraps off the table. You know, you're smashing up, you know, and giving them green beans and, you know, mashed potatoes and things that they can digest. Are, are you listening to me? I mean, that's, that's the plan, okay? Now, please listen to me. Here's what happens. This is really sad, y'all. That in the spiritual realm, a lot of people are over here stuck in Babyville. And the reason why is because they're carnal. The reason why is they're just as saved as you and I am, but they haven't ever added to their faith. Are you listening to me? And, you know, I fed you with milk and not with meat. Why? Because you're a little baby. So the title of the message is Don't Be a Big Baby. This is a big baby. And I'm the baby boy in my family, and he's the baby in his family. And he's a big baby, and I'm a big baby. But, you know, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. And, you know, he's feeding Gerber to his little boy now, and I'm sure this is probably the first Gerber he's had, and maybe unless he took a little sneak of his babies, but no, he didn't do that. Now, here's what's sad, y'all. Please listen to me. Here's what's so sad about the whole situation. God said, God said, put away this stuff and then start feeding on my word. And God said, you know, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, you may grow thereby. And then God said, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are, are you listening to me? Take another bite of that baby food. So he's sitting over here in Babyville. Listen to me now, everybody look at me. He's sitting over here in Babyville with a poopy diaper on. 
I smell him right now. I've got a good sniffer. He stinks. Pastor's got a good sniffer. Yeah. He smelt the grandbaby today. And a little accident, you know. Help, help. He's hollering hollering for grandma, you know. Help get this little critter. Amen. So it's like this, y'all. God's saying, shoo, shoo. What is that I smell down there? Ooh, ooh. It's Brother Aaron. He's got a poopy diaper on. Really, what's wrong with him? He's carnal. What's wrong with him? Everybody look at me. He's living after the flesh. What's wrong with him? He hasn't taken any spiritual food in. Oh, he puts his little church smile on and he goes in and he loves the singing and all of that, but he can't handle any strong meat. Why? Because he's a carnal Christian. Because he didn't add to his faith. You know, in, 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 in 2 Peter 1, he says, add to your faith virtue. Virtue, everybody look at me, is moral excellence. Moral excellence. Look at me, it does matter how we live, y'all. God wants us to be holy. And a lot of people, they want to skip that step and, and go to the next one or the next one. Hey, no, 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 you don't get to skip that step. Moral excellence is important to God. And God wants us to be holy because he's holy. Are you listening to me? But no, 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 I'm not going to do that. Nobody's, no, listen, you're a little baby. Just open your mouth and let me give you another bite. Take another bite. You're doing good. Why is he taking bites? So he can grow. So he can grow. Now, here's the sad thing, y'all. And I'm fixing to jump back up here in just a second. But here's the sad thing. He said, I fed you with milk and, and not with meat. You're going to get to heaven one day and God's going to say, come here and let me show you something, son. He's going to say, son, I had you, I had you a ribeye. I had you a prime ribeye, spiritually speaking. I had you some strong meat that you could have ate, but you were camped out over there in Babyville with a poopy diaper on and you were still sucking your thumb and being a little brat. You've been saved 30 years. Really? Oh, yeah, Really? And I'm telling you, listen, guys, God has got something better for you. How many of you like ribeye? Raise your hand right there, man. Ribeye, I like because it's got that fat in there and that marble. Somebody say amen right there. That's what gives it the flavor. We'll say, that ain't healthy. Oh, yes, it is. It's very healthy. If you don't want your ribeye, give it to me. (laughs) Amen. Hey, listen, I'm a meat eater, Amen. And you might be a whatever, but I'm, that's, your, that's your business. But I'm telling you that God said, I fed you with milk and not with meat. It wasn't because, it was because you couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't digest the meat. Why? Because you were stuck over there in Babyville. Wow. Wow. Take another bite there, Brother Aaron. You're doing good. Take your Bibles and look there again in Second Peter 1 real quick. 2 Peter 1, verse number 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things, all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given us us exceeding great and precious promises that that, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world 
through lust. Now look at verse number 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. And again, you've got to courageously do right. I mean, if it's ever right to do right, it's right to do right right now. And then add to your virtue, knowledge. You can't skip virtue. You've got to get your life cleaned up. And listen, hey, uh, you know, we've got to sanctify ourselves. If you're going to have a revival, we've got to set ourselves apart to God. Amen. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates, uh, meditate, uh, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Man, I'll tell you, I, I want to prosper, and I, you know, I want to. I just want to uh, immerse myself. I don't need less Bible. I need more Bible. I need to saturate my mind, and I need to let this mind be in me, which was also in Christ Jesus. And I'm just saying to you, I want to add to my faith uh, virtue, and to virtue knowledge. And knowledge is to know God's word, to know God's word. Temperance, add to knowledge. Temperance, temperance is to have self-control. How many of you had problems with your temper in the past? Raise your hand right there. And I have too. I've had anger issues and temper problems, okay? And I need God to help me to have self-control. And I can't do it by myself, but I can't skip virtue, you know, and I can't say, well, I'm going to teeny, meeny, miny, mo. No, I'm supposed to be adding all these things, temperance to my faith and to faith. Uh, temperance, patience. Patience is to cheerfully endure. Cheerfully endure. And then to patience, godliness. And godliness just means to be holy. And again, I want to be like God. I want to be godlike. And then the godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness to love the brethren, the unity in the church, and how can two walk together except they be agreed, okay? And man, I thank God for the spirit of the church when we're all pulling together. There's a synergy with for God. We can do so much more when we're working together as a church family. And then the brotherly kindness, uh, charity, charity. And again, you know, uh, our love has limitations, but I want God to love people through me, amen, because his love keeps on going when my love is limited. So I'm just telling you on the authority of the word of God tonight that God expects us to grow. And if we're going to have revival, you know, we're going to have to grow. We're going to have to get out of Babyville. And some of you have been stuck there a long time. And you're going to have to get on your knees and say, God, it's not your fault. It's my fault, Lord. I haven't. I haven't been taking in the spiritual food like I should have and I haven't grown like I should have and God I've gotten stunted and God I'm wormy and God I need help I'm not growing like I should as your child and I know you love me Lord and I want to I want revival in my own heart and Lord I want to start growing again because if you got a ribeye for me Lord I want that ribeye spiritually speaking in this life I don't want to wait till I get to heaven and have you show me what I could have had. I want to have it now. Amen. I want to, I want to have it now. I want to be strong enough that I can teach others. After I've got it myself, I can teach others not have to be taught again because I didn't get it the first time or I didn't get it the second time or I didn't get it. You know, listen, man, that's a bunch of junk, y'all. We need to get past all this and get on down the road a little bit. Amen. Some of you have been toting a poopy diaper around so long that you've just gotten used to it. And you stink. You stink. So what did you learn at church last night? I stink. Amen. Hey, God's got a good sniffer. Hey, listen to me. Wow. What is that I'm smelling down at, at Victory? And down at Liberty? What is that I'm smelling? Oh, is that chocolate chip cookies in the oven? Oh, is that cathead biscuits I'm smelling? Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I want, look at me. I want my life to be a sweet-smelling savor, man, that God would say, wow, this is good. This is really good. I like what I'm smelling instead of God saying, shoo-wee. 
what in the world is going on down here? Hey, listen, he, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, and he sees the evil and the good. And he sees when you're opening your Bible up and those things that we do in secret, he rewards openly. And he sees when you, when you get down and you start talking to him, you start getting honest and saying, you know, Lord, wow, I've really been struggling with my anger. Lord, I've been struggling with my attitude. My attitude stinks, Lord. Lord, I've been mean to my children. Lord, I've been mean to my wife. And Lord, it's not right. And I need you to help me, Lord. Please put some tenderizer on my heart, Lord, and help me to be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. Lord, please help me, Lord. I need you, Lord. I can't do it by myself. But I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Amen. And I'm just telling you, man, I don't know about you, but I'd like to leave the revival, you know, kind of hitting on all cylinders and growing in grace. Are you with me? And I'd like that. I'd like that for me. And you read the rest of that, that chapter there, and it says, if you do these things, if you do these things, if you add all this stuff to your faith, if you do these things, you shall never fall. Wow. I like that. Amen. I like that. And I get before the Lord at the judgment seat of Christ, and I hear him say, wow, son, I'm proud of you. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now it's been faithful over a few things. I'll make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Man, I'm going to be so happy that I live my life for him. I want my life to count for Jesus. I want my life to count for Jesus. Amen. I want your life to count for Jesus. Let me ask you this tonight in closing. Where are you at in this equation? I'm asking you. Where are you at in this, in this equation? You might be here tonight and say, well, preacher... You nailed me. I'm over here with Babyville with a poopy diaper on. You hit me right between the running lights. Or you might be here and say, you know, preacher, I'm somewhere between the Skedios and the mac and cheese. <laughs> and then there may be some of you here say, you know, preacher, I've been serving the Lord a long time. Lord, I, I, preacher, I'm so thankful that I've tasted some of that meat and it's, it's really good. God is a good, I mean, he's a good, good cook, amen. And I'll tell you, it's a blessing, y'all, when you get over here and you take, you know, these little baby Christians, man, you get on their sin, oh, they get so offended. That's all they ever talk about down there at that church is money. <laughs> no, that ain't all we talk about. We preach the whole counsel of God. Say, so what do you preach at your church, brother? We well, you know we preach the devil out of everybody. You know, little baby Christians, Wah, 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 called the ambulance. You know, man, they get all bent out of shape, but hey, my old grandpa used to say it like this, hey, if it rubs the fur the wrong way, you need to turn the cat around. If it rubs the fur the wrong way, you need to turn the cat around, everything will smooth out. Hey, some of us need to get down here to the altar tonight and say, you know, God, I'm sure I've missed out on a lot of blessings that I could have had. It's not your fault, Lord, it's my fault. And I just want to get back to where I'm growing. I'm sure I'm stunted. I'm sure I'm wormy. I'm sure I got baggage and stuff that I just, Lord, I need help. And he loves you. He loves you. God loves you tonight. And he's a good God. And he wants you to grow. I've been watching them take care. What's your little boy's name? Harrison. Harrison. I've been watching them. Man, wow. Harrison doesn't have a chance. <laughs> Harrison is a blessing. You know what they're doing? They're taking care of Harrison. Hey, let's not run past these little baby Christians in the church. They, they don't know what to do, and they, they need help. They need somebody to be their friend. They need somebody to thank God for the testimonies of the love here at Liberty. And Man, if you see somebody, and man, they're just kind of, hey, 
take time for them. Love on them, man. I got, I got guys, we were having a revival last week at our church. And I was picking up our guest speaker, Dr. Dennis Coral, at the motel. And Dr. Coral's getting in the, in the truck. And this guy comes running out with a pair of shorts on. And he said, where are y'all going? Of course, Brother Coral's carrying his Bible, his King James Bible. And Brother Coral says, we're going to church. And the guy said, can I, I mean, before Brother Coral gave him say anything, he said, want to go? The guy said, can I go? And, and Brother Coral said, yeah. You know, and so he said, well, let me go grab my Bible. He ran back in and grabbed his Bible. He was working in El Dorado, Arkansas from Alabama. He texted his mama. She watched the online services from Alabama, and she was telling him what a great service it was. We took him out to eat that night. He's texting me now from Alabama. Isn't that a blessing? He had already gone back to Alabama. But I got a new friend. I got a new friend. Amen. And he came in. Our church loved him, made him feel welcome. We got this old boy. He's got long hair, and he's been coming, you know, to the church. and got earrings in both ears and all that stuff. And he come in to the church house. His name is Jake. And during the revival, 30-year-old young man, old Jake, walked down the aisle, and Jake got saved. And, and Brother Coral is not really like, you know, kind of like, I'm, I'm more, you know, uh, huggy and all that stuff. Brother Coral's not like that. But old Jake, man, he's back there trying to hug Brother Coral. He's so glad he got saved by the grace of God. Amen. And Jake's coming to every service. He's coming, man. And Jake needs a help. He needs a friend. He needs some friends. Are you listening to me? We don't care what they look like. God's got to change them, amen. God can do it on the inside. He can change their hearts and change their life. And what a blessing. When you catch a fish, if the fish ain't clean, no, we have to clean them, don't we? Yeah. So Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. We had a 64-year-old man that walked down the aisle and got saved in our revival. He said, I've been a stiff-necked. That's what he said, I've been stiff-necked. And I've been, God's been working on me and I've been hard-headed. I've been a stiff-necked. Well, so how you word it? Stiff-necked. Man, I'm glad, man, Sunday he raised his hand up real high that he was saved, Amen. He'd been raising his hand that he was lost, but he got saved by the grace of God. I'm, I'm glad that Brother Leon got saved now. I'm glad he's a brother now. He's going to heaven. Isn't that a blessing? And now we've got a responsibility. 64-year-old baby, we've got a responsibility to help him grow in the Lord. Let's bow our heads tonight. Thank you, Brother Aaron, for helping me. Let's stand together. I think it'd be good just to answer what's going to play. If you're here tonight and you're lost, you come down here. We'll have somebody take the Word of God. Pastor will be down here. Have somebody take the Word of God and show you how you can be saved. But I think it'd be good for God's people. Let's just get down here and say, Lord, wow, please help me, Lord. I want to be a growing Christian. We'll just let you play softly. God bless you. Would you come tonight? Step out and come right now. Don't wait on anybody else. God bless you.